Welcome to the Hole in the Wall Business Podcast with Bill and James. I'm James Groves, and along with my business partner, Bill DeMent, we want to share our journey as small business owners with you. As owners of Hole in the Wall Drywall Repair, we will attempt to peel back the curtain of owning a small business in the trade service industry and talk about the many adventures of owning a small business. Good morning, Bill. Well, good afternoon, James. This is one of our rare afternoon uh, podcasts. True. Uh, Terrific week coming up. Just came from graduation. Got the last one out of high school. Yes, welcome back. We missed you last podcast. I, you know, our I, first one without you I'm was a tearful moment. I'm anxious to listen to that one myself to see uh, to see what that sounds like when we get going. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Hey, listen, I'm excited. I've got a I've got a friend. Uh, I've known for over a decade now. Uh, he's a local business. He's not in the trades mm-hmm. though, so I, I just need to let you know. But boy, does he provide a service. And he is the owner of uh, Baker Family Chiropractic here in Belle Isle. It's mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Joe Baker. Let's welcome him in. Welcome, Joe. Thank you so much. Thank you so so much. good to have you here. Our Dr. fans Joe love Baker. you already. <laughs> the fans love you. The fans You're really popular. That was like a really That's right uh, off the gate. really hard applause there. <laughs> extended, extended applause. Yes. Well, welcome. No, no standing ovation yet, please. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. So I actually, I was going to tell you, James, I actually uh, met uh, Dr. Joe probably about 10 years ago. And uh, his, he, he, and I don't know, was your wife with you at that time? Yeah. You, you guys used to come into the school and I had several kids that were playing sports. And before the school steer, uh, the school year started, you guys would do physicals, yep. sports physicals for them. And that's where we first met you. Then I remember that my oldest son uh, he always had, he's got like the extra vertebrae or something. I remember you said one time he always had a quirky back. Yep. So we started coming to see you and, um, and we saw you on, my wife has been in to visit with you. Lord knows I've been on your table any number of times. Um, many, many. so that's where we first got to knowing you. Um, so why don't you take a minute and just kind of tell us where you're from and how it all got going and, um, how you kind of wound up, uh, with the, with the business that you have now. So I'm Dr. Joe Baker. I uh, was born in Key West, Florida, and uh, grew up down there half my life. Then the other half came up to Orlando in, what, 89, 90. So went to Boone High School, and kind of rest was history. Okay. And that's a local school? Oh, yeah. So uh, started getting adjusted at eight days old. And so I think that's what kind of started my chiropractic journey, if you will. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So I was a preemie. I was a little runt. So I was born a little too early in this in the world. So, mm-hmm. um, started, mom started getting me adjusted so that I, I noticed right out the gate what a benefit uh, when I was a young guy of uh, how much better my quality of life was. So, so yeah, they, um, I met you guys, gosh, it was probably second year. I was over, I was uh, starting to, uh, I was a partner in a practice uh, downtown for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we started to do the physicals for Quarterstone and uh, subsequently Boone after the girls left and went there. But, um, but yeah, that's how I met you guys to the family. So after Boone, uh, you decided to go to chiropractic school or did you just go straight to college with uh, chiropractic in mind? No, actually, I, I was playing a little bit, having some fun. I was wakeboarding and uh, thinking about trying to go pro, um, which 
certainly was a little premature there, and maybe my efforts were as good as my uh, talent. But <laughs> mm-hmm. so I did. I actually went to massage therapy school, and I started out doing massage because I always loved taking care of people. I always knew I wanted to work with my hands and yep. have that hands-on basis to help people. And I know I knew I didn't want to go to the Western side of the pharmaceutical world, so I wanted to stay more on that naturopathic. So um, after massage school, I did uh, about four years and uh, practiced that, and then. Um, went to chiropractic school up in, I started in Atlanta at, um, at a place called Life. And then it was ironic because the gentleman that owned the school had nothing to do with him, but the school went on accreditation probation uh, because he was trying to do things his way. So gotcha. invariably, everybody got a little nervous, took off, um, everybody that could anyway. So some people stayed, it ended up being fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I went out to Logan out in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. You know, being a Florida boy in the Midwest was not the... I'm uh, sure that was a change of pace. It was, it was quite the change. It was. Uh, it grew on me, though. It grew on me. I, did, I definitely liked the change of season. It was mm-hmm. nice, you know, having that difference of not hot and hotter like we have here yeah. in Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious, how, so how long is the course of study for chiropractic? So I actually... Uh, so let me backtrack. I went from... I went to school in Gainesville. So I went to school up in Gainesville, went to UF. So I got my undergraduate degree in human biology. Okay. And then from there... I I went to chiropractic school, like I said, up in Atlanta, and then from there to out to in St. Louis. But uh, so it's it's eight together, four and four. So four for your bachelor's and four for chiropractic school. That's a lot of school. It's a lot of school, <laughs> but you know it's you know it's just like anything. It was uh, had a passion for it, and you know time's going to go by. So I, I knew I could uh, do do bu- buckle down and, and get my education and do something I loved and makes uh, you know a uh, living and, yep. and just have a good quality life or I could um, you know just uh, do nothing. So. Right. So you finish school and then there's a state accreditation or state test of yeah, some kind? Yeah, there's a, a national board. So there's uh, the, called the Florida Four. Each each state has its own uh, accrediting okay. board that you take. But Florida's kind of the hardest of all 50 for a couple of reasons. One, we have a lot of geriatric population here. And two, um, everybody wants to come to Florida. So it's a saturated aspect. So okay. if you're trying to do uh, general insurance or uh, certain aspects, once you start practicing of how you're going to kind of be reimbursed or paid. So that's a, you know, a whole different animal in itself. But, okay. But yeah, it was, um, so. So when you graduated, you actually, because we call you Dr. Joe, and I asked you before the podcast started, you actually are a doctor. Yeah. So this is why you could do the physicals and mm-hmm. stuff in school. Sure. So really the the only uh, dividing point between what would be, you take think of a traditional doctor would be a pharmaceutical aspect. You mm-hmm. go there, you take this drug, you do this, or surgery, which is specialization aspect. Sure. So, so DOs, which is a doctor, doctor of osteopath, would be more of like our cousin. Mm-hmm. They would be adjusting, but they have more of the power of the pad, and they do surgery and other things that they kind of specialize in in that respect. Mm-hmm. Chiropractic is more on the natural side. You know, they don't want to go down the pharmaceutical road, so that's why they keep it on the uh, more of the conservative, um, natural pathic side in that respect. Right. So, yeah, still, and they and they try to avoid invasive surgery too, as of course, know, obviously. So you're really the power that made the body heals the body. So you want to take the interference out of the body by adjusting the spine and and, and letting the nervous system thrive. Mm-hmm. So whenever you do that, the body naturally heals itself. So along with you know, of course, stretching and, and diet and you know all the other things that they right. really don't promote in that Western world, but mm-hmm. but certainly beneficial to uh, us humans as we as we go down that road of life. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, my grandfather was a trainer 
for the Cardinals years ago. Oh, wow. That's, and, um, I went to school in St. Louis. Right. And, <laughs> and so, um, so my whole life we've been, you know, as kids, he was, gives adjustments. And then I, I went to a chiropractor as an adult and it was different. It was, it was very, it's always been holistic, but it's, it was almost like, like, it's changed. It's changed a little bit. Like, Growing, like, like of course, they all want you to, to have a subscription plan and you show up and do the whole well, you know, it, stuff. It, it depends. I think it, it chiropractic is a unique aspect because when you are trained through school, you learn certain techniques like mm-hmm. you do in a lot of other disciplines. But how you apply that is really an art. Mm-hmm. Right. So you kind of groom that art to... Not what works best for you, but how you kind of express that art, if you mm-hmm. will, through that patient. So you you kind of coalesce this, you know, technique, if you will, right. and that's and that's what you're trying to you know help the patients with. Well, I went to a place right across the street from here because I was, I was having some lower back pain before I went to you, and I it it, it just wasn't the same. The same. Yeah. It, it was. I mean, a lot of machine work, a lot of using tools. Um, I mean, he, he adjusted me, but it was different, right? right? And so I know there's some stigmatas. People don't, some don't like it, some do like it. Sure. But I was born in the whole, I think your wife told me once it was like the old, the, old, the bone crusher days, you know? Right, where, the old, yep. And so when I went to see you, you, you're not afraid to manhandle. I'm not a small guy. Sure. And um, so what are the differences that you're seeing in, in the in the world, the world of chiropractics? Well, and just like you said, there's there's a lot of people, patient, or um, students coming out of chiropractic school, and as technology advances, they're using more of the instrumentation, it's called. Mm-hmm. So your activator, your pro adjuster, your different modalities that are trying to help patients. But all in all, I call it lazy chiropractic, and I and I say that with the respect of my my other colleagues. But sometimes when a patient comes in, you just have to get in there, get hands on, and get take that fixation out of there, get that patient moving. Because mm-hmm. if you you know if you're just trying to move somebody of your stature with something like the activator or something that's not going to really have enough force to get things done, you're really not going to achieve that uh, same result. So you're going to feel jaded. You're going to feel like, hey, this this, this didn't work. And the other aspect is uh, sometimes patients will come in with an unrealistic expectation. You know, you can't come in at 80 and think we're going to, you know, make you 18 again. You know, as we go down Mm -hmm. that road of life, you have to really have a, a realistic conversation with the patient and say, this is what you can expect out of what we have going on. Because, of course, each patient comes in with a different uh, need, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, pain and pleasure drive us, right? Mm-hmm. And I always say nobody's ever said it. You're getting on my nerves and meant in a good way. So, <laughs> hey, right. you know, that nerve is invented. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'll steal that one from you. So, so that's really the essence of, of, of a good chiropractor, if you will, trying to take – Somebody that walks through your door that's in 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 in, in obvious pain and trying to uh, improve that quality of life through what you do mm-hmm. and whether it be through a technique or this or that. So we have two great massage therapists in our office that. Well, you've got one for sure. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, so so using different modalities, you know, uh, you're only as good as the tools in your toolbox, right? Mm-hmm. So you really want to make sure the tools that you have are going to be there again, benefiting that patient. Um, as they grow, not only from what's called acute pain, hey, doc, I'm coming in, I'm dying, fix me, to that next step of wellness to what we call maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, you really want to take them through that proper chain of, 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 uh, of care right. so they get that, um, so they get the, 
the long-term effects and the, and the quality of life there again that, that you want to provide for them. Now, mm-hmm. some some chiropractors, unfortunately, they do the rack and crack, and they just as fast as you can get them in, they get you out. And yeah. I always say if it took longer to drive there than it did for your care, you kind of need to find a new chiropractor. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, – it's, and the other aspect is really, you know, just caring because – like anything, you you know, volume drives a practice, right? You see more people, you make more money. But if you're doing that with um, a cattle prodding kind of expectations, not only do patients feel it, but you're you're not really going to be helping any patients in that respect yeah, or, or yourself right. because you're really going to be doing chiropractic injustice and, and yourself at the same time. Right. So I'm curious, in, inside the field of chiropractic, there are some specialties, right? Because I'm aware, you told me uh, on one visit I was there that your wife – who's a good bit smaller than you, Sure, uh, deals with infants. Absolutely. Uh, and children. And are there other specialties inside chiropractic? Sure. So so as far as the technique, that would be one thing that you specialize in. And, and by that, I mean, you, there's a technique called Gonstead, where there's a, a particular kind of adjustment or diversified, or there again, I keep saying activator, which is a, a small tool that puts a very specific line of drive into where you want it to. It's a, so it's very non-invasive okay. in that respect. So yeah, she does our pediatric adjusting. She does, um, with the, my wife, uh, she's been through a journey of herself. She's uh, she's had uh, two total hip replacements and um, oh, she's had a goodness. fusion in her back. And then a year later, they took that fusion out. So her quality of life is finally really coming back up, but she's been it's through so much and yeah, kept a, you know, a smile on her face the whole time. So with that, we kind of <clears throat> agreed to uh, pediatrics to petite women or just smaller stature per people. I shouldn't say mm-hmm. just petite women, but you know, somebody that she can handle in that respect and still give them the good quality of care that she is, uh, you know, going to deliver, but at the same time, not compromise herself. Because what we do is very physical, very yeah. physical on ourselves. And of course, uh, at the end of the day, it's, um, you know, you're hurting as well, you know, because we're only human to, as, the, as the day goes. And I think <laughs> there's no need to go to the gym after work, right? Yeah, it's... it's, it's Man, it's, I've it's, seen you. I've been for, for 20 minutes. It's like, I feel like I've been in three <laughs> rounds with you. Ping, ping, waiting on the bell. I'll tell you what, I, I, it's like sweating in a snowstorm, you know. It's ne- it never gets cold in my office. That's for damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, all right, so... Quickly, how long have you actually been Baker Family Chiropractic? We have been Baker Family for seven years now. Okay. So, and your wife's been part of that since the whole, since the beginning. Yes, since the beginning. It's uh, okay. so my wife and I met actually. It's ironic. I you know never uh, I never wanted to marry chiropractor, so to speak. Uh-huh. I always had wanted to have something you know different to talk about at the end of the day. But honestly, it's been such a blessing because. She, you know, she's such a, a, a beautiful but absolutely intelligent and smart chiro- or, uh, doctor that at the end of the day, I can balance things off. She understands. Mm. She can help me. Hey, don't think about it like this. Think of it like this. So mm-hmm. it, it's helped me really grow not only as a, as, as a physician myself, but um, to help us grow the practice. Yeah. So because, like I said, we started off um, – kind of story behind us, we met and we were taking the Florida Four for the Florida National Board. So um, we had met and kind of flirted a little bit, but we were still both so focused on what we were doing. We kind of didn't pay each other uh, too much mind other than a couple looks here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, then after we uh, both graduated and we got uh, our degree under there and, and we got licensed in Florida, um, you, you have to go and you have to do a couple different things after the fact. You have to go and watch um, how other disciplines had maybe compromised themselves through insurance like Medicare fraud or other things that got themselves in trouble and maybe in front of uh, mm-hmm. a, a, um, 
a ju- not a judge, but uh, the, the peers that uh, slap them and say, don't uh, do not do that again kind of thing. So mm-hmm. we went to that together and we did some other things and um, the rest was history. We kind of fell in love and uh, yeah. got she, she was working with you as well, right, at the other practice yeah. you guys were at before Baker family. Oh, yeah, okay. so she was actually practicing. Because I remember seeing her there. So uh, we were dating. She was practicing with Vito, loved it. But the pr- person she was practicing with, it was just he was more of a rack and crack by the numbers. It's more, it wasn't so much as the care. It was, you know, how many could she see that day? Right. And oh. so she really got tired of that quick. So, um, you know, as a partner there, my other constituents, uh, I kind of left it in their hands as to not be biased. But, uh, of course, seeing the quality of work and, and just a great human being she was, that it was a no-brainer. They said, yeah, we'd love to have her on them. Hmm. So she joined the practice and. um I think it was our first year in. So we practiced together from the get-go. And then about 10 years, uh, I was a partner there at the practice downtown. And then about 10 years after that, we branched off and started our own place. Hmm. So, so then I'd, like to, I'd like to kind of dig into that a little bit, mm-hmm. um, some, of, some of what you went through as you're beginning to open your own business. What did that journey look like for you? Well, you know, I was blessed in a lot of ways because – the place, the practice that I was in, we, it was it was quite the juggernaut. We saw, you know, quite of a high volume there, but we had five, four or five doctors. So we mm-hmm. were able to handle that with good quality care um, and not try to compromise, uh, you know, the, the effectiveness there. So in doing that, I got exposed to a lot of different um not only uh, physicians that we worked with from neurosurgeons, because, you know, we refer to other disciplines sure. you know, daily. So, sure. it's, you know, of course, we you got to come to a realization of how much can you help this patient? And if you can't, then you want to get them over to, you know, it's not that we want anybody to have surgery or this and that. But when the necessity is there, of course, even with my wife, um, with her journey, we get them to where they're going to be helped best in their quality of life. So with that, I was exposed to different neurosurgeons there, different contacts, and and the different uh, uh, patient population that we had met there. So from there, when we kind of transitioned on our own, it was uh, Valentine's Day 2017, and um, we had uh, maybe a, an indifference with the uh, other partners in the practice. Okay, so it happens. I had, uh, sure, sure. You know, as, as life goes, you never want that, but the, the reality is it uh, it does happen. So... So we uh, had ventured out on my own, and quite honestly, I don't think I would have had the same success if I didn't have her by my side or I didn't have uh, her as a chiropractor if she would have been a dis- different discipline because we never would have had that same ability to to take on what is, uh, you know, uh, starting a new practice in essence. Yeah. So, yeah. so when you do that, though, there's no there's no additional licensing. You already have that, oh, right? Sure. No, basically and you're just transitioning from, you know, uh, one place of practice to another. So, we, of course, we formulated Baker Family Chiropractic at that mm-hmm. point where okay. I was under a different umbrella, so to speak. And um, so we... In the venture of moving, besides the physical application of, which is, of course, just, you know, daunting in itself, there's so many things behind the scenes that you, you don't even think of from, of course, today's day and age from Google to social media sure. to it recognizing you um, over at a different place to trying to get that organic traffic over to a new place. So. Yeah. Uh, and common problems to all business, no matter oh, what absolutely. industry you're in. Absolutely. So that's that's even across the board. So that that's just one that anybody's going to go into business is going to, uh, I say, face. It's just something they're going to a, a road they're going to have to cross. Well, let's mm-hmm. unpack that a second. So you decide you're going to go on your own. You now have to become Baker Family Chiropractic. Sure. Okay. So you got to get your 
LLC or your INC, whatever you're going to do. Yeah, you formulate, yeah, formulate S-corp your business, or whatever right? you're going to do. Got to find a location. Mm-hmm. So there's got to, it's going to cost you some money for that too. Sure. Shout out some rent. Um, and unlike us, because you can be a drywall guy and work out of your house if you wanted to, you actually have a storefront. So you yeah, brick and mortar. You have you to have a, yeah. a brick yeah. and mortar mm-hmm. type, in, type place. And so then you launch. Mm-hmm. And um, I take it, obviously, Bill was with your last place, and then somehow he found out you're going on your own. Right. Or, you know, sort of some sort of not. Yeah, I don't even remember how I, I found that out, but it was just common knowledge. Mm-hmm. No, they've got, they're doing their own thing now. But you, but you have to do something now to get your phone For, ringing and people absolutely. come to the doors. So, you know, and, and maybe even to toot our own horn a little bit, I, I had about 1,100 to 1,200 patients follow us out because I was seeing about 40 to 50 patients there at our other place a day. Oh, my goodness. So with that, and for 10 years of service, you... 40, c- I'm sorry. 40, 50 patients a day? A day, mm-hmm. yeah. I had no idea you saw that many patients. Sure. That so, is amazing. So, invariably, and, and, and really you have to um, kind of reach a cap, if you will, because there again, now anything over a certain amount, you're going to sacrifice quality for time. Because sure. Because there's only so many hours in a day, right? Mm-hmm. So, you have certain patients that maybe are, are maintenance patients just coming in, keeping it, you know, getting a tune up, keeping what you guys had worked for to get them to that particular place. Right. Now you have somebody that maybe comes to the door as a new patient that you're going to spend more time from the exam to working that patient up to understanding their needs and going through a history and uh, orthopedic tests and and all the other things you need to do to uh, understand what that patient needs. So, but pretty quick, you can figure out, I can do this many patients. My wife can do this many patients. So you already know sort of what your cap is. Yeah. And, and that one, how long, how long did it kind of take you to ramp up to, um, to being about, able to fill that schedule? You know, honestly, it'd it take you about three years to find the bathroom, right? Even though you know what you're doing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it, it, even though we had everything in play as far as we were blessed to have, uh, like I said, uh, uh, quite a, a thousand plus patients follow us out, which if you think, if you're seeing 30, 40 people a day, that takes quite the patient base to be able to facilitate those kind of numbers every day. Right. Because yeah. if you saw, you know, just uh, 10, 20, 30 people that day, you know, you're not going to see them usually again for either a month or a week or, or maybe depending six months or a year even. Yeah. So, so it takes quite a bit to build up to that. So like I said, we are blessed to have that patient base almost right immediately now getting patients to recognize where you were as you were leaving that place. I can imagine that was a challenge. Sure. And that comes in with the transition of uh, through the Google and the social medias and and other things. So not only finding a place, which in our sleepy little town and area, you don't want to go too far because you don't want a patient to have to drive more than uh, 10, 15 minutes in any direction, you know, 20 half hour tops to to get there. Because uh, other than that, it's going to be uh, just more problematic in that respect. You know, you want to keep it so you don't want to go too far. So trying to find a space and in, in, in something that's going to fit your needs is it's not easy in the Conway Bellow area. So right. the, the brick and mortar aspect was limited. So we were blessed. We found a great place. We outgrew that place very quickly. But then we uh, we did have an opportunity to move where we were at now, um, which is going to feed uh, suffice our needs for, I think, quite a while to come. Want to become a business owner, but not sure where to start? A hole-in-the-wall drywall repair franchise could be the opportunity you've been waiting for. As a franchisee, you'll have access to our comprehensive training program, ongoing support, and a proven business model developed to help entrepreneurs like yourself succeed. With our low overhead costs and high demand for services, you'll be able to hit the ground running and start generating income quickly. Achieve financial success while providing a valuable service to your community. 
Go to holeinthewallfranchising.com and take the first steps towards achieving your entrepreneurial dreams. So I'm, I'm curious if you, is as you kind of were doing your own thing now, what, was there something that you ran into that you thought, I didn't expect this, or this really worked out better than I thought? Or was there something that stands out in your mind? Everything. Oh, is that right? <laughs> well, of course, you know, when everything's going great, it's great. And when it's not, it's not, right? So And, and know, it's all on you now. And it's all on you. It's, you know, it, if it's to be, it's up to me. You know, that that's what my dad used to tell me in college, right? So nobody else is going to do it. It's it's yours to have, you know what I mean? So if yeah. you're going to do it, you, you know, it's up to you to get done. So... And somebody always told me, you're never going to work for anybody as hard as you work for yourself. Boy, that's a true statement. Isn't it? So trying to find out what you did wrong, what you did right, and what you can do better is always a growth, right? You always want to see, and and trying to stay humble. You know, you you never want to say, this is as good as it's going to get. So like you said, you always want to find, what am I doing right, and, and how can I prosper better not only as, as a physician, but as a business owner, which is tough because, you know, when you're at your small business, like you said, it's you, you know, uh, sink or swim. So yeah. um, you're going to make it happen. So, so in doing that, and then <clears throat> with the different, uh, like I had touched on a little bit earlier, uh, some people say only they see personal injury, if you will, the, the Morgans and the Newlands of the world. And, and they, they try to just oh, see car accidents, which we didn't want to be, div- we, all our eggs in one basket. We were very diversified because we had the uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield at Signal United. We were already on those panels, okay. which was a beautiful thing. So yeah. we were allowed to uh, continue that uh, relationship with which in turn helped us uh, grow with that. Of course, you have insurance, you want to use it, right? Sure. So that helps that. You have always a cash cash base. And a lot of chiropractors, like you touched on earlier too there again, or, or you did, um, try to sell you a package. Mm-hmm. And we never wanted to be that pack. Not that packages are terrible, but you never know how much a patient's care is going to need. So I never wanted to say, Mrs. Smith, I'll see you this amount of time for this amount of dollar for, for you know, for this amount of, of t- six, eight months, 10 months to a year. So we, we always did on, on a patient's needs, if you will. Mm-hmm. So we try to be individual in that care basis in that right. respect. So, yeah. so, but touching back on, on others is it's, I think there again, you just kind of, Every day, you just kind of see, you know, how what'd you do right yesterday? What'd you do wrong? And and you try to just uh, keep keep them moving forward. So. And and it's a competitive business. It sure is. I mean, I, sure, there's I, no I there's no shortage of, of chiropractors in the area. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you can Google them, and and they're all right there. Mm-hmm. So now you've got a business. You and your wife are in this business, and I, I know that your daughter sometimes comes in and she works yeah. in front office, right? Yeah, absolutely. So what is some of the some of the joys and challenges of being in business with family members. <laughs> well, you know, uh, a lot. You know, there's always the joy of, of being with your family, but then there's always the uh, um, uh, there's no separation of church and state, if you will. So mm-hmm. you, you you know, of course, you love your family, but sometimes uh, everybody needs a little bit of a break. So yeah. it, it's been challenging, but more overall, been a blessing in anything. So so for for those whole years, my wife and I have practiced together. We you know, of course, we're husband and wife together. We uh, friends together, and we practice together. So yeah. our lives have love been. That. And so we've been, you know, uh, best friends and partners since since the get go, so to speak. So, and of course, incorporating our family into it's been a blessing and a challenge. Of course, uh, you know, y- you you want your your family to excel, so you 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 try to guide them down that road. All the while, they're trying to find their way and and get their education and see what they want to do in life. So we we have a good platform for their uh, for our daughter Ashley to be able to come in and 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 work the front desk and help us grow and see how and see how. 
how mom and dad did it. You know, see mm-hmm. how we took the, the the horse by the reins and, and made it happen and were successful and continue to grow. So, so, so Bill and I both have children that work in our business. Sure. Um, have you had any challenges having your daughter there and having to guide her, not just as a daughter, but as an employee? Sure. So it's, it's, you know, like anything, you, you want to make sure that you're, you're, you're being uh, a leader and not uh, a tyrant, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, and when it comes to family, of course, it's, it's a little different because your daughter's going to listen to you as a daughter and not an employee sometimes, right? So yeah, you want to yeah. make sure that you're you're trying to be just not a disciplinarian, but but a uh, there again I say leader and try to try to to not be overbearing to uh, to scold them or or to to try to treat them as a family member, but then just as an employee that you're trying to you know help go down that road of life. Yeah. So it does. It's becomes challenging very much so. You, you Some days I want to pull my hair out and fire, and some days, you know, I can't praise her enough. <laughs> yeah, and we, we've been... Been there. You know, James yeah. mentioned that we have family members as well, and we have mm. been really fortunate because they are some of our top performers, and you know what? Yeah. they We held them to a high standard. Sure. Yeah, but listen, but they, we, we, they we cheat. They show up early and stay late. <laughs> we, we cheat because if I need... Build to to talk to one of, to talk to my son. Yeah, that's true, you know, and vice versa. So yeah. it's like no, you know, that yeah. You, sometimes good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Here, hearing dad is not the same as hearing Uncle, Uncle Bill or Uncle yeah, James. That is true. So but, incredibly true. But both of them, they come early, they stay late. Oh, yep. their heart and soul. Yep. Uh, if you cut them, they bleed, burn orange. That's it. And that's just what it is. It's well, true. you know, and and that's you know trying to instill that into uh, to our daughter for sure. And and she does. She you know you you always want to you usually want to come in. You want to be you know make mom and dad proud. You want to shine, right? You want to yeah. do your best and leave everything at the office. So you know, and we always want to encourage that. And, and of course, uh, as anybody, when they mess up, we try to. Uh, Use that as a teaching lesson. We don't have that benefit of you, the good cop, bad cop, so to speak. It's just you know, <laughs> you're just too bad, bad cop, cops. bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> just too bad. But, cops, you know, like you know. After a while, they they get it, right? They get it. They'll pick it up. So, all right. So let's talk real fast about um, insurances. Obviously, you take insurances. Yeah. Some insurances do X number of visits per, but you also offer another service. I just referred one of my employees over to you. Oh, thank you. Um, he'll be coming over. And he does not have insurance, but you have this other program that allows uh, you buy into like an annual subscription, yeah, and then it's called it's called Cairo USA. It's a okay. it's, it's a great benefit for families and for somebody that's going to have a multi uh, you know family of uh, you know uh, uh, husband and wife, and they can benefit from it because it's it's basically you buy in at. at uh, um, uh, for I think it's uh, fifty dollars, and then you come in and you um, instead of paying one twenty five, which is our initial cash rate, you pay eighty, and then each adjustment is forty five instead of the sixty five. Because right. you know you can't just willy nilly when it comes to rates. You have a, a fee schedule that you must adhere by, sure. so you cannot change that. That is highly illegal. Mm. So you must adhere to that, um, and you can't change it on a whim. You can't be preferential to this or that. We're also, and we're proud of this, as being on the VA contracts. Oh, yeah. So we take a lot of uh, to take good care of our servicemen and women be that we um, you know I am you know very proud to do but um, you know they they definitely hold a, a pretty high uh, value in our heart because yeah. you know that's that's a big deal to us you know, certainly you know giving it all for America well I know it's a great it's a great service I know that um, when I came in I had a lower back thing and I was struggling at the time I didn't have the same insurance I have now and sure. I didn't do chiropractic and so it really helped me 
to, to be able but, to you know, continue with care. Just to continue, sure. keep going. Yeah. So, I mean, I know it's going to help my employees too. So we try to make it affordable. We really do. You know, it, it's it, there's, like you had said, there's many characters in the areas and there's enough to go around. When you do when you do the right thing, money will always follow. You know, mm. if you chase the money, you're always going to be a slave to the dollar bill, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you do the right thing, you're always going to be blessed, in my opinion, to, you know, to be provided for, you know, and as, as a Christian, that's, you know, a different aspect. I'm not going to go down the, the, the religious aspect, but... It's still a very important part in our practice and and into our everyday uh, morals and characteristics of how we run our practice. We also have a couple different things, um, like Bill had said earlier. We we offer what's called non-surgical spinal decompression, which is everybody's heard of sciatic or or radiating pain. Hey, my legs Mm. numb, my arms are numb. So we do a thing called non-surgical spinal decompression, which basically decompresses the disc and allows for, you know, if, if I can explain a disc as a jelly donut with a belt around it as a simple anatomy, mm-hmm. um, when you tear that outer belt, the jelly comes out and it hits the nerve and that's what radiates down your leg. And that's the typical sciatic that people will come in with or what's called piriformis syndrome. So when you decompress that on a machine that we have, it puts that jelly back into where it's supposed to be and taking that pressure off that nerve, which in turn ultimately heals that disc. Mm-hmm. And that's why you get the long-standing relief and not just a short-term relief. Then we have what's called a cold laser. Then we have interferential current. We have two great massage therapists. We have, I know you got one for sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> definitely, he, he loves our, the, the one for sure. He's going to vouch for that one all day. But uh, so we do. We have a, a lot of different uh, modalities that we can use to help patients and and still adding more. So Yeah. yeah. So um, real quick, you may or may not want to talk about it, but I know that um, the CBD – revolution has kind of come through. Yeah. Are you utilizing any of those? Things? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we use a, a product called ProMed and um, it's, it's, the CBD finally the hypocrisy has gone away. So, you know, love it or hate it, there's there's a huge value in what hemp brings, whether it's on a material basis. If you've ever purchased anything, a hammock, a shirt, or anything from a hippie festival, no, uh, that was made out of hemp, <laughs> you still have it to this day guaranteed. Why? Because the stuff lasts forever. It's very right. durable. Mm. And now on the medicinal or the metabolic side, now they can take the extract of CBD, and pure CBD is great for anti-inflammatory for muscle analgesics, which is pain relief, which, you know, for just getting everyday uh, aches and pains under control on, and in a long-standing way. I had a gentleman that was an epileptic his, his um, uh, whole life, his whole adult life, and I got him on some CBD. Um, now it comes in liquids. It comes in cream, which is what's called transdermal that you put on different regions. So it comes in a couple variations of application. But this gentleman was taking the um, uh, the liquid port or the uh, tincture, they call it. And uh, his epilepsy went from having one to three a week to having one a month. Oh, my. And really? then, yeah. So that, that to me was such a stark, obvious, besides Mr. and Mrs. Smith saying, yeah, I feel a lot better and then and, and turn in the corner. But when you have a patient like that, that has such a unique neurological condition that not saying certainly all of them are, are, are healed that way and certainly not trying to say, uh, you know, all neurological conditions can be man- managed that way. But there's a lot to be said for the natural way that that enters your body and, and helps to heal it. Mm-hmm. And with no side effects, with no addiction rate, with with nothing on a negative application. That's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So I'm curious, what's what's next for Baker Family Chiropractic? What's What's the... 
well, future hold you know, for a you? Lot of, a lot of chiropractors will try to expand out multiple offices or, you know, try to ramp up in different ways. But honestly, we, you know, we just want to continue down the road we're going. We just want to give great service. And, and of course, uh, I would love to buy uh, a brick and mortar building. But the as I touched on earlier, there's just not so plentiful in our area. And, and they're quite expensive. And they're quite the expensive. Yeah, so, it's um, true. you know, now with commercial real estate being a unique you know, look at San Francisco, for example, right? They, you know, before you'd have to give your firstborn child to even get in the arena sure. to pay top money there. Oh, yeah. Now, they, people, they can't even pay, you know, the owners of the buildings can't even pay their bank loans mm. um, as a result of everybody pulling out of there because nobody wants to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not that, I wa- not that I want that for our area, but mm. it, as commercial real estate maybe tops off or goes down, I think it'll be more of a, an interest to actually purchase a place so I could have um, a more of a, a place that we can call home forever and uh, of course have some equity in and, and, and call home. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I am so glad you came today. I love the whole uh, chiropractic um, side of it. And just that we deal with a lot of home services, people, a lot of service industry, sure. people yeah. who deal in the trades. And so it's nice to have somebody come in and be able to kind of shed some light on this. Just, you have the same struggles that we all do. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think any give any, any, Man, woman, or child trying to start off their own business, they're gonna they're gonna run into a lot of the same difficulties. And 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 I think like anything, it's it's a passion. It's a it's an everyday challenge. But you know, it's something that you, you have to really want. You know, it's something you you know you can have your good days and your bad days, but you're you're gonna you're gonna have to want it and have to uh, just keep your nose to the grind. But at the same time. Um, you know, look to other other people like yourself that mm-hmm. are, are great uh, mentors uh, and other patients or excuse me, other people that are going uh, open up their own small businesses or, you know, look to maybe leads groups and, you know, they usually get together in the morning or somebody yeah. that's been there that can kind of take you under their wing and, and give you a little bit of direction and, and some help and guidance in that respect. Because, yeah. Yeah. you know, community is just that, you know, we want to help each other thrive. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So if somebody, somebody was looking to reach out to you or get more information. Sure, um, you can find us. Uh, we're we're run at uh, in Belle Isle, five one five four Conway Road, uh, Baker Family Chiropractic, and uh, our number is four zero seven four one three five two two zero. And uh, we'd be happy to have you, and happy to take care of uh, any needs you may have in the healthcare world. Not only just uh, the back cracking, if if you will, but uh, um, as we like to call it, a, a chiropractic adjustment. Adjustment, um, adjustment but, uh, that's but right. at the same time, which people have a lot of different uh, names for it. But at the end of the day, it's all fun, yeah. and 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 really the 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 outcome that you get is is really what I call the pudding. You know, that's the the proof in the puddings how how you take care of that patient, how they, mm. and how they uh, the outcome that they they achieve. So all so right. yeah, we we'd be happy to take care of anybody and um, anybody that needs us. We're there for them. Well, we keep coming back that's for sure well Absolutely. thanks again for showing up yeah, thank you everyone for, for listening great, great having you this afternoon Absolutely. Yeah. great podcast everyone another uh, another great one we'd like to thank you for listening to the whole new wall business podcast with bill and james we'd love for you to join our facebook group and keep the conversation going if you'd like to learn more about us and our business check us out at holeinthewall.com if you'd like to learn more about how to start a whole new wall franchise go to holeinthewallfranchising.com. in the wall franchising.com